From space, space, it, oh, space. Oh, maybe because of the space, reverb. Let me turn space. it off. That's probably better like that. I don't know. Well, look at us now. Look at us now, Yopo listeners. We started at the Grind Roasters in December of 2019. We had a hiatus for both Jevin's busy summer season on Hilton Head and also coronavirus because it sucks every positive vibe out of your body. Yeah, but we're going to bring some posy vibes to your ears today. Obviously. With our mouths. We're going to put our mouths on your ears. Are you ready? Sennheiser. That's right. Thank you to sponsor Sennheiser. My my comrade here, Sarah Joey. Hashtag can't. Oh, jeez. I don't know why. (laughs) I know. I feel like I need to do something here with this to make this. Yeah. Our little trusty microphone jack is gonna it's kind of jacked up actually it's jacked oh oh there we are uh uh you could use that pile uh, of magazines that i have on my coffee table like people come over and read my magazines do people come over and read your magazines that's what i want to know actually my step nephew who i refer to as my nephew uh, shout out to teddy who was my other nephew who co- who coined that term but Lawson came over last weekend. And Teddy he Ruxpin. Oh, Teddy Ruxpin. Sorry. Nostalgia. As always, we bring the nostalgia and the references here to Yopo. Teddy. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been like six months since we last recorded Yopo. Because I, I believe it was the week of, um, you know, when everything went to shit. Pot. Yeah, sure. Everything went to pot. Um, so what have you been up to? (laughs) You've been doing some yoga. I have been doing some yoga. Um, so my big news, not that it matters in the frame. Sarah's having a baby. No, I'm not having a baby. Actually quite the opposite. I lost about, uh, 20 pounds during coronavirus times. I don't know. People call it quarantine, but we're like not quarantined anymore. So I can't really, were we ever? I mean, I, mean, we could go I spent gr- more time at home than before. Yeah. So. But not really, no. Did I? Did I? Did I? Did I? What is going on with this microphone? Tricky bugger. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember what, what I learned a lot about myself during the quarantine that we didn't do. People love me, and I love them, and I love you out there. Are you listening? I feel like we're on Delilah. <laughs> oh, then the mo- the radio that night when yes. she talks. Yeah, I've heard but that. But did you did you know she's been married like five times? I think that's hilarious. Like, yes, I will dedicate this terrible Celine Dion song to you. Sorry, Celine Dion fans out there. Oh, jeez. Now you're just... Actually, like Celine Dion, too, but... Oh, God. Here we go. Just lost your hipster cred. It's... I don't... I don't really have any hipster cred anymore, because I'm just, like, old. Oh, come on. You my are nephews, not... I'm not that old, but, like, my nephew's girlfriend made fun of me once for saying it's on, like, Donkey Kong, and she was like, oh, people must have said that in 01. 
Ew. And I was like, ouch. 23-year-old, ouch. Oh, God. Yeah. I thought a lot this year about youth because of... Uh, like all the webs, all the Facebook pages, like busking down the house and stuff like that. Because I, I got kind of freaked out during COVID and thought, how am I going to make a living on Facebook and or streaming? And then all these, like, yeah, they were good. They're good singers, but they're little cute girls. And like, I was like, who am I? What's my name? What's what's my age again? And all those <laughs> questions. Like, you know, I'm an older dude. What's my so I started doing stuff kind of outside the box like one time for a while I got into playing like solo violin outside with the birds or and then I wrote some I wrote some slow jams. Mm-hmm. You really got in touch with the inner Jevin. Dude. The Jev in I N. Right. The Jevin inside. Or the Jev id. Jevin inside. Every single one of us has a Jev and inside. Oh, that sounded weird. Uh, sorry for any kids out there that are listening. <laughs> it's just crazy Uncle Jevin. <laughs> oh, ew, the creep, your creepy uncle. Um, and so I started working in May. You worked the whole time, didn't you, you little worker? I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did. Worked the whole time. Yeah. Got a new job. Selling. Selling appliances. Billy Wood. Yeah. Thanks to our sponsor, Billy Wood Appliances. I've uh, learned a lot about appliances. More than I ever your, thought I would know. Don't wash your plates off. No, yeah. Just scrape the food off a little bit. This is your, your appliance PSA for today. Just scrape the food off a little bit, scrape the chunks off, and then put it right in the dishwasher and let the detergent do its job. Mom, she said chunks. Chunks. Moist. Chunks. Moist. <laughs> <laughs> You say chunks, I say moist. I feel like every Yopo episode is just kind of like things that should be put on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's make a TikTok then. Chunks, moist, chunks. Uh, so if you got a little chunky during COVID, that's okay, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can listen to this podcast while you're on your elliptical. True. I like listening to podcasts when I run. I never listen to podcasts. I know you don't. I tell you about so many cool ones. I know. Like, for example, uh, Jake Brennan, who hosts Disgraceland, is about to start a new podcast called Dead and Gone. And he's about co-hosting with Payne Lindsay, who is a guy who did Atlanta Monster and Up and Vanished, who the true crime pod heads out there will know that guy. But um, it's about... Grateful Dead fans that disappeared. Oh gosh! In the midst of going to Grateful Dead shows, and Whoa. we're never seen again. So it should be interesting, but obviously, like, pretty sad too. It's a joy. I mean, that scene is joyous for the most part, but like, there are bad seeds in every apple. Oh, uh, that's yeah. not something people say, but whatever. Well, no, there's not. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely dark corners at every Grateful Dead parking lot scene. Yeah. I went to see the Grateful Dead for the first time in... Well, I went to the, no, I went and saw them in 1993 uh, with my son's mother, with Pierce's mother. They open with feels like a stranger. I'll never forget it. 
They did they did some songs like they did this song called High Time that's really good. Um What's that about? Uh I don't know. The wheels are all muddy. Got a ton of pain. So listen here, baby. I don't know, maybe like lost love. You guys just got back together. The local Grateful Dead Sitch just came back together in the last couple months or did. in the last month too. When yeah. did you play Shaky Bones last? Well, we did one July fourth. Um, that's when I yelled at Craig because oh. he started singing a song. He started singing my song. Oh. I was singing U.S. Blues, and he started. And then Uh-oh. he said, "Hey man, come on, just let's just finish the song." And I was like, "No, we're done with the song." And he was like, "Hey man, come on." And I said, "If you want me to throw you in the pond." keep talking oh my gosh i just like have this vision of like cartoon craig coin like you're lifting him up by his sides and you just chuck him in the pond i mean i, I would it. never do that i respect craig a lot he knows that but it's a funny visual i mean so we've been playing yeah we've we've, we've had some a few shows i mean you know uh it's been good we did the Craig Coin Plays Metal sheet t-shirts, but that was, I can't remember when that was. I don't know. Time is immaterial right now, to be honest. So it's definitely not stopped. It just soldiers on as time is wont to do. But man, I had my rough? I had my calendar like on September or on August yesterday. Or and something. you were like, oh, shoot, that was two months ago. Well, normally, yeah, I mean, I just got really into the routine, like, in April, in March and April, I was, my routine was wake up every day and think to myself, you shouldn't stream today, you shouldn't stream today, and then people would send me messages like, hey, are you doing the kids show today, or, you know, are you going to do this today, and it was really cool. What the heck, man? What is this thing doing? You only had a very brief moment. Of streaming? Of that, yeah. It felt like a long, it was two months. I know, but. You've already been back playing for like four. Yeah. And then Eddie Van Halen died. Yeah. Fast forward to like a week ago. Right. That's really all that's happened this whole year was <laughs> COVID. A bunch of people that have were like universally beloved dying. Tom Petty. Tom Petty didn't die this year. but. Crap. It all started, well, with Kobe Bryant, who is... Oh, jeez. Kobe Bryant is a controversial figure because of past eh, allegations. I feel like people f- forgot about that. Which is mm, not really fair to the person it happened to. That's but true. <laughs> regardless, that really was what kind of like set off the the year on a downward trajectory i think that the whole decade got set off on a downward trajectory when fergie sung the star spangled banner at the end wasn't that nba playoffs last year i think it was uh, 2019 or was it the all-star game oh yeah she did but that was last that was 2019 was it was it was it star spangled banner or was it america that i don't know but i heard it was weird i did not listen to it not a big fergie person in general she's a Never mind. Sorry. I was going to say something really mean and I just have to. That's good. She put it right I back mean, down. She is Fergalicious. Fergalicious. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to Van Halen now. I'm trying to think how many days in a row it's been. I just listened to this one recording. Pasadena 77. It's on YouTube. You can go find it. It's the best 
I mean, he 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 at at the at this point before the album had even come out. Eddie Van Halen had already revolutionized the guitar. I don't care what anybody... If you want to argue with me, send us a message. Who would argue with you, though? Oh, jazz guitar players. Really? Sure. Fans of... um, But couldn't you just say rock guitar? I I mean... You can. You can, but he revolutionized the guitar market. Okay. He revolutionized the look of the guitar. He revolutionized the sound of the guitar. He revolutionized... He because re- no offense, like who's gonna be like, man? Dave Brubeck was the one who like <laughs> revolutionized the saxophone or something, yeah, or the piano, you know, like, whatever. Well, he because they're just not as well. That's the thing is like jazz guitarists come at me if you want to, or whatever. Like you can say what you want, but the thing that brings it to the masses is what's going to be the most relevant. Well, to also, I mean. Jazz, a lot of jazz, like, okay, jazz people out there, like jazz, okay, you know, you know who, you know who will come at us? Jazz musicians, because no one else really listens to jazz except musicians. People listen to jazz, sure. Does Martin listen to this podcast? If he does, uh, meet me somewhere and fight me right now, Martin. <laughs> I don't care what except day it is. Don't, because this isn't live. I don't care right. what day you no, listen I mean, to this. <laughs> it could care. be three years yeah, from yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we love Martin. But the the problem I have with the the problem I have with jazz. Okay, like let's talk about some famous jazz. Just turn the music off and teach me about jazz. Turn the music off though. You have okay. you have Miles Davis, you have John Coltrane, you have Charles Mingus, you have Thelonious Monk. You could put Dave Brubeck in there if you want, but no one really knows his name. They just know Take 5. Yeah. I just listened to a, actually two other podcasts. What are you drinking? Just the soda water. That's fine. I'm kind of drinking a soda water too. I'm having the yeah. Mango. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was listening to two other podcast episodes. One was about the People versus Billie Holiday, which I had no idea about any of that, and what a tragic story that was. I mean, like She's a great she was effectively killed by the government, kind of. Wait a second. The government kills people. They ru- I mean, they ruined her life. She well, could have. They said at one point in the podcast, they were like, "This is someone who c- should have lived until she was like eighty years old." And yeah, but she was also their- a junkie, though. Yeah, but she she had long periods of being sober, and had she not been under the stress of like being sought after and hunted effectively by drug enforcement people in the United oh States. There's a chance she would have survived. What's it? What's the song she was really well known for? Strange Fruit. Yeah. So that it was all about that and how that really ticked people off because it came out in the late 1930s. Like there was no mainstream civil rights movement at that time. So. I mean, look, jazz is wonderful. Jazz is great. There's been a lot of great songs that have come out of the jazz idiom. You know, mm-hmm. you have you have all these songs uh, that were from Broadway shows that that John Coltrane and Miles Davis and you know the the Sonny uh, Rollinses Sonny Rollinses of the world took and turned uh, upside down and turned inside out but the real problem i have with jazz is that when you look at someone like Eddie Van Halen first of all his name is just cool i'm sorry yeah i mean he has a whole band named after him <laughs> <laughs> 
And the what he did with making that guitar, the Frankenstrat, like painting it and wiring it a certain way and and you know, all the stuff that went into the whammy bar kind of like it makes it fun for the listener, I think, more so than you you just, you just don't it it's like to me, it struck me, Eddie Van Halen kind of the guitar design and his clothing and the way he played kind of struck me the same way when I saw um, like Tony Hawk, Mike McGill, Lance Mountain, uh, Steve Caballero and uh, those guys skateboarding. Mm-hmm. I thought like this is something that you don't need to have ever heard of it or seen it. And the minute you see Christian Hosoy or Lester Kasai or any of these skaters that were back then doing giant airs out of a swimming pool. You just stop and look and I mean Van Halen on this recording from Pasadena like these people hadn't heard these songs before. Maybe a few of them had fans like fans that were there, but the minute you walk into the van a Van Halen concert and there's a guy out there playing a red white and black guitar with lines all over it and he's got like red white red white and black trout uh, jumpsuit on you know and David Lee Roth let's not forget David Lee Roth who really helped yeah him deliver it to us I mean you could say Eddie Van Hill was the ice cream but the scoop was definitely David Lee Roth scooper the chocolate syrup for sure depending on I mean whatever topping you like really I mean I think people like gummy bears and their ice cream are weird I do I do you do well, you're Sometimes. weird. Man. Hey, you're weird. They get like weirdly hard, but I, for some reason, kind of <laughs> like that. This is a for kids. <laughs> this is a kids podcast where we talk <laughs> about jazz and Billie Holiday's song about lynchings. And oh my god! <laughs> I just don't know if there's a jazz musician. No one's ever seen pictures. One is one thing is fun and one thing is not fun. I'm just gonna you don't, you put don't it think out jazz there. is fun. I don't think. I mean, like, it, good point. it takes itself very seriously. It don't does. You think? It does. And a lot of jazz musicians will always tell you, well, you know, I mean, I really don't want to write a song or like, it's just, it just, everything is, I think the word I'm looking for is derivative. They use that word a lot. Well, you know, I just don't, but everything we do in life is derivative of another human being. Like we all, yeah. we all start walking we learn the alphabet. We learn how to sing it. Yeah. Then you learn math, and and then if and then some people learn how to throw a perfect spiral, or you can throw per yeah, and then other people uh, play piano and then and then rip a guitar apart and rebuild it and the whole yeah. and the, and it becomes a cultural phenomenon. 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 I. This is terrible because I do like jazz but i just don't think it's like inherently a fun loving genre i guess well didn't didn't the bo diddley i'm not bo diddley didn't buddy holiday come along i mean when the beat started happening yeah. like okay jazz has a beat right mm-hmm. right but when this beat came along like who who was it john bonham or somebody that was like I mean, how can there? I mean, there, there are, there's a lot of jazz records out there that just have a hip hop beat going and they play jazz over it and people are like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, well, because the beats awesome. Yeah. I mean, people don't freak out 
at jazz concerts, really. Welcome to our podcast titled Jevin and Sarah Joey Hate Jazz. <laughs> oh, gosh. See, I think jazz is really cool. If it you is. look at if you it look at Miles cool. Davis play a concert in 1970, it's cool. Yeah. But it really a lot of it, a lot of it was a big long 40 minute song like Isle of Wight. You can look at it on YouTube or or when when Miles did the 1974 stuff in Japan or whatever. Dark Magus or the Pangea recordings or whatever. I mean, I love that stuff, but it's with a the drummer was basically a rock funk drummer. Yeah. And I think the big problem, I think everybody was, you know, like he heard Hendrix and Sly and the Family Stone and loved it. And then when Van Halen came along, I mean, even Michael Jackson had to have him on the recording because it's cuts through everything else. And then there's, I know there's people out there. Oh, well, Van Halen's like garbage. And like the Red Hot Chili Peppers are garbage. And who says that? Elitist music. I mean, musicians that are, you know, and and my my response to that is what got you into music in the first place, Mr. Upright Bass Guy? Oh, it was Primus because (laughs) because it was fun. Yeah. And because it was also fun, exactly fun. It was fun and it looked fun. I mean, Les yeah. Claypool and Flea, mm-hmm. you know, or like maybe your thing was James Brown. I mean, that's fun. Yeah. I love jazz. I think jazz is great. But I mean, come on, man. You ever go to a party and they throw on some jazz and everybody starts going ape shit? No. You're now, like, if they throw on Tone Loke, that's Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> Tone Loke. Oh, my. <laughs> I also listened to a podcast about Chet Baker recently. Another tragic story. Chet Baker. But I mean, also a funky jazz white dude. <laughs> who could sing his butt off. Yeah. You ever want to hear something really cool? Chet Baker singing My Funny Valentine is, <gasps> is that's very. One of my f- that's one of my favorite songs of all time. Great song. For sure. He sings it better than anyone, I think. And if you want to fight me over it, just send me a text message at 843 843- Six eight three two six four five eight four three suck it eight four three I'll fight you if you think anybody can sing better than my eight four three val- suck it actually works eight four three all you just said is way too long all right all for right a real I phone ch- just changed my phone number <laughs> five, five, five 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 I mean I think it's great that people can play classical music I think it's great that people can play jazz I think it's amazing but really like what we want a party. I want to. Well, the beat is always what it comes down to. Like, is that not how people first made music? Period. You talking Period, about? End of you talking story. about? Are you talking about cave cavemen? Yeah, I mean, what else did they have to mess with at that time? Their mouths. Each but other. Like, they were messing around with well, each other. Music oh, you talking from about your mouth or like hitting something with something else? Let's try and Making it. a sound. Let's try it. Ready? You and me. Here we go. Right now. No tones. You can use that. That's your drum. Is that exactly. a is that a hollowed out hyena skull? All right, keep going. Ready? I got. And I'm gonna do my. Exactly. How about this? That's my teeth, man. Yeah, that's your mouth harp. You ever you ever um hear those um those little those jazz people that use donkey teeth is like a little. No. The guy from Weather Report, yeah, he used to. Weather report. So, oh, this is really 
So I really like this show called Pen 15 on Hulu. It's, it hits a real sweet spot in my nostalgia mm-hmm. because it is um, based in the time period where I grew up in middle school. Mm-hmm. And the daughter, or one of the characters in the show is the daughter of someone who was in Weather Report. Her dad. And that's like a plot point. Was it Alfonso Johnson? Mm-mm. Was it Wayne Shorter? Her Wayne Shorter. Name is Maya Erskine. Oh, Pete Erskine's daughter. Correct. There we go. She's an actress. Pete Erskine. Peter Erskine. Mm-hmm. He was in the Jocko era band. Look, I love jazz, but see Jocko. Okay. Well, let's, we get, let's compare Jocko and Eddie Van Halen. I don't know who Jocko is, but. Okay. Well, Jocko is proceed. a dude who used to put baby powder all over the floor. He joined Weather Report in 76 right after um, Mysterious Traveler, I think. The album Mysterious Traveler, I think. And Weather Report always had funky drummers okay. like that were unbelievable. But Jocko came along and became a rock star in a jazz group called Weather Report. Okay. Fronted by Wayne Shorter and Joe Zawinul. He would do backflips off his amp. He would dance around on baby powder. And he was he called himself the world's greatest bass player. Okay. And was later killed by a bouncer. Oh. Yeah. After he became a heart. Like he had... I think he had a few um, screws loose on his base uh. or in his head. <laughs> yeah, he got beaten to death. Oh, jeez. Yep, trying to sit in with somebody. But he was, you know, you can watch a video, Jocko Pastorius, P. Pastorius, it's easy to spell. It's just like hippopotamus. Who's that guy? Who's that guitarist that um, jo- John Sturm and Bobby hate? Not hate, but. He's like lauded as the best guitarist of all time. Oh, you're talking about uh, Joe Bonamasso. Yeah. <laughs> <They l-> <laughs> right. He's he's the best guitarist of all time, but no one knows any songs by him <laughs> or has ever heard of him. Uh, I mean, it's just totally. I mean, out. I, for sure. You could go to Joe Bonamasso's concert. Look, you could go to his concert yeah. and you could be probably blown away by it. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and I'm sure there's rock and roll happening and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, but are you going to think to yourself later that day? Are you going to find yourself with a Joe Bonamasso song stuck in your head? No way. <laughs> You're not, unfortunately. And that's what's missing. And, and you know, that's what's amazing about Eddie Van Halen. And, and Keith Richards, I think, said it best is like the, the genius in, in these virtuoso guys is the ability to write a song like this. Dun, dun, dun. Running with the devil, or or mm-hmm. running with the devil. Sarah Joey does Van Halen. I could do it. Let's do a little Panama. You know what's so funny is we're talking a lot about jazz, and this podcast is a little like jazz, don't you think? It is. It's kind of stream of consciousness, a little flow, a little flowing, a little riff. I just, I was not my my. My life was not changed by I grew up in a household where my father had like Miles Davis, this bitches brew album, which is kind of like rock meets jazz mm-hmm. weather report. He listened to the Allman Brothers, listened to Gravel Dead. My life was upset by Van Halen one and upset what I mean, like a tsunami hit my house like it was your your cup tipped over and spilled on the table and I just started licking it all up. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it because I grew up in a house where it was like all this 
kind of like uh, American Roots, mm-hmm. like Muddy Waters was being played, Johnny Winter and, and the Grateful Dead and, and great music, but it still doesn't beat. I mean, like, you know, that crazy. You still owe me the list of songs that I need to add to my workout playlist by oh, Van yeah. Halen. Yeah. Well, some of the real hitters are like, here's here's a little sampling you can listen to if you're new to Van Halen. Van Halen won the whole album. Light up the sky. That's a great song. Light up the sky. Oh, you know what's a great song? Top Jimmy. Top, Top Jimmy, Jimmy cooks. Top Jimmy swings. He's got the look. Oh, Top Jimmy. I think it's about Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Some friends of mine just the other night went to see this cool cat blow. See, that's a jazz reference. Okay. Yeah. Oh, blow. Yeah. Blow, daddy. Pew, pew. Yep. But you don't, you didn't, you really don't see a lot of jazz musicians that like paint the instrument or change the instrument. I mean, Charlie Parker and Ornette Coleman both played plastic saxophones, but they didn't like paint them. Jimi Hendrix painted his guitar. Yeah. You know, like I feel like I feel like the whole package has to be changed in order for it to hit an 11 year old hit kid. I mean, and again, I love Chick Corea and all the and, and the and the Dave Hollins out there. And I love you. Even the new guys like David Binney or whoever they are, but it's <laughs> well, they're like, you know, there's all famous jazz people. But yeah. I mean, but but the cool like Craig Taborn, if you're listening, which I know you're not or Tim Byrne, give us the big beat album, man. They done them yeah. and it's it's they probably feel like, oh, this is just like, oh, this is yeah, we shouldn't do that. You know, give me some. I mean, I guess is that hip hop? Is give that me what, the beat. Give me a beat. Is that what is that what really that is that what it, I mean, can we just can none of us just go back? Is that what we all want is the or you know, what's another give me a beat. Go ahead. Go. I'll freestyle on it. Uh, oh, it's too much pressure. Oh, really? Now I just want to do what you just did. Go ahead and do it. No, I want to. Got to go back to my acapella group roots. <laughs> Make simple. Blood on your face, your big disgrace. Kicking your can all over the place. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm sure that there's so much more going on when when these songs are being created. About, I think a lot of the stuff is drums is drums. I think a lot of the getting back to the caveman thing. A lot of these monster hits that you yeah. hear, the people in the studio are like, well, wait a second. The producer or something, or maybe the I music- need more cowbell. There's a reason why that's a joke, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> oh, God. Do you like Iron Maiden? Um, do I like Iron Maiden? Not really. <laughs> Do you have an Iron Maiden? You don't wear Iron Maiden shirts, though, do you? No. Yeah. I never wear shirts where I feel like unless I never wear a graphic tee unless I'm prepared to have a conversation about it. 
That's what my... do you, what do you think about all these kids that wear Thrasher like magazine? Oh my god, it kills now. me. I'm like, you weren't even born the last time they probably published that magazine. Do they still publish it? Yeah, I don't know. they do. Oh yeah, okay. oh yeah. Jake, Jake's still kicking it out there. Um, what about all the kids that are like wearing Rolling Stone shirts and Van Halen and like? Well, they all sell them all at Target. They do. I mean, like yeah. I just, I don't know. it's fine. I mean, there I'm sure plenty of child Rolling Stone fans out there. It makes it sound kind of illicit, but weird. Probably. No, I like, think you're right. I think a lot of kids. I think there's a lot of people. It's weird to me that like their grandparents like the Rolling Stones. <laughs> like that's weird to me to think about. Somebody said that the Rolling Stones could have played at every Super Bowl. Uh oh, Sarah Joe's getting a message, an alert. Oh my gosh. Work emails. Oh wow. Ooh. Hey, do y'all know um y'all know how to get that one kind of dishwasher that speaks to you in French? <laughs> Probably German. <laughs> I I am getting some messages. I bet yours are more fun than mine are. Uh, not really. Um I also got into orchids uh over the covid thing. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. I'm sure I've gotten into other stuff too, but I was really trying to crank out some jams. I think I had a lot of songs come out. Um, and then, of course, we got some Silicone Sister action coming up. And we're going we're gonna to have to shred some Van Halen stuff because um, Silicone Sister can do Van Halen pretty good, I think. I don't think Eddie's going to roll around in his grave. I mean, it was, it's just really sad that like he had been sick for 10 years. Yeah. I mean, the point that the thing I was going to say was before the first album came out, he was already as good as he ever got. He never really got any better. He, he already had created the sound, the look, the songs, the riffs. I mean, it was all there. Like if you listen to Pasadena 77, and you agree, give me a shout out. It's great. Is that a song? No, that's the that's the actual recording you can look up. If you want to listen okay. to the best Van Halen, just search for Pasadena Sound. I don't know anything about Van Halen. Like, are they from California? They are, but the boys, Alex and, and Eddie, their parents are from, jeez, I should really know this. They're Dutch. Oh. And okay. David Lee Roth was from Indiana. Oh. He's from Indiana. And then Michael Anthony. Is um, an Italian restaurateur on Hilton Head. <laughs> Thanks to sponsor <laughs> Michael Anthony's. I mean, and you know, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate for the rest of the band that Eddie got so much attention because they were all so original. David Lee Roth's original. Alex Van Halen is very original and so is Michael Anthony. So what we were going to talk about today now that we've got done the done the uh, catch up is people that have influenced us in our lives that we don't know. Is that right? Yeah. So why don't you I couldn't come up with one like what about Cindy Lauper for me? No. No. What about Helen Keller? <laughs> no. What about Amelia Earhart? I did. I mean, what I about Mr. T? No. What about Mr. T? I'm trying to think like <laughs> who I haven't met that has influenced my life. I mean, I guess I would say 
my grandparents, my dad's parents, because they died before I was born. And obviously they influenced his life a lot, which influenced mine. I'm not going to go down that road, but it is accurate. I like your little clock, how it's kind of like just resting on the wall there on the floor. I've been trying to hang it up. I need somebody to hang it up for me. <laughs> hey, if you guys know any hunks that hang clocks, just hunks give me... Hunks that a- hang. <laughs> hunks that hang.com. Don't get the wrong idea. Oh, my God. It's just about people who come hang <laughs> paintings or clocks no for you. no shirts on. <laughs> That'd be cool. It's like college hunks. College hunks hanging junk. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, get your junk out of my face. Wait, actually. <laughs> You're like, no, take my junk away to the dump or whatever. Oh my god. This is getting this dirty. This is going off the rails. This is getting dirty. What how long have we been doing this? Thirty five minutes. Oh, that's not long at all. No, not for us. We do it for an hour every time. <laughs> um yeah, you know, it is funny to me when you hear people say who influenced you because really the people that influence you are like the kids you went to school with, the people you worked with, your parents, um, you know, like kids you, you Sarah, you're on your phone a lot right now. What are you, what are you doing? I'm right just now? trying to finish this email. I'm sorry. Jeez, uh, I just want to take this particular item off my plate. Oh God. I can um, do both. Ow. My legs hurt. My legs hurt, man. Well, I said that one of the people that influenced me that I never met before was Arnold. Yeah, that's a good one. Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? Don't do that. Why are you doing that? Why are you answering emails during our podcast? (laughs) That's not really good. I liked Rocky a lot, too. Rocky. Arnold. I like the Incredible Hulk, but I loved, I love the Rocky movies. I think I've st- we've talked about. I I feel like in every episode of Yopo we talk about Rocky movies. I mean, I just can't believe that St- Sylvester Stallone wrote all that stuff. So yeah, cool. it is strange. Like he is a person who I have a feeling would be very enigmatic. Yeah. He's an onion. Do you know that apparently that you know the how how Rocky ran through the streets and then ran up the stairs and then was like yeah cheering at the top mm-hmm. of the stairs. That run, if you actually do it, people do it. It's a yeah. race in Philly. It's thirty miles. What? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, he was hardcore. Remember in Rocky Four? I feel like we specifically reference Rocky Four. No well, is that when he fought Tommy Gunn? No, that's Rocky Five. Uh, who's Rocky Four? Apollo. No, Rocky Four is against the Russian. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Russian slash Dolph Lundgren. Oh yeah, what was his name in that movie? Um, Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago and his little I girlfriend. I crush you, Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah. Sheesh. She was. She a, was a Nordic she, goddess. She was. She was. Whoopsie. <laughs> she. Um. Yeah. She was good. He will. You will lose. I will crush you. How about when he fought Hulk Hogan? Wasn't that in the second one? Um, and Hulk Hogan tried to crush him. But I don't know why I'm talking like this still. It's very like, it's very Russian. But Hulk Hogan is the Hulkster, brother. Man, Apollo. That was so sad. In Rocky IV, that's when he... Jeez. Spoiler alert to anyone who hasn't seen the Rocky movies. <laughs> if you haven't seen the Rocky movie, unfriend us on Instagram. Seriously. Woo. I mean, you got to watch Rocky. I mean, how about... 
Don't you think there's just movies that you have to have had seen, like 16 yes. Candles? If you haven't had seen 16 Candles, unfriend me. Oh, there If you is. haven't seen Star Wars, the first one, which is actually called what? A New Hope. See, I don't know. I think, no, we talked about this before, and I think we found out that it was titled A New Hope, like, posthumously. I th- Empire Strikes say- Back, Return of the Jedi. Empire Strikes Back, then Return of the Jedi. Okay. I don't know. If you haven't seen Yoda, if you look, if you don't, can you talk like Yoda? Let's do a little talk Yoda. Like, talk like Yoda, I let's can. Do, let's do a little Yoda. Oh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was good. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Ready? I... <laughs> Wait. Record only once we will. <laughs> only podcast once you shall. <laughs> Jedi boy. Oh my god, what if we just did a Yopo episode <laughs> only in Yoda oh voice? Oh my god. We could do it for maybe five minutes. <laughs> maybe. For only five minutes, maybe we could. Now you're no, really you're going it. into you're going more into other Fozzie? Muppets. Fozzie? Yeah. <laughs> You're morphing into other Muppets, which is like appropriate. Wait, though. was Jim Henson involved in Return of the Jedi? Um, I mean, those are like Muppets. No, they're yes. Ewoks. But they're hey, like shout out to they're Ewok part sadness. of the Muppet family. Really? Yeah, I mean, like they're related to that because it is Jim Henson. Yeah. Oh, Jim Henson made I'm some of the sure stuff. I'm pretty sure Yoda is, isn't it, Frank Oz? I'm gonna I'm gonna Google. Uh, uh, we're, we we usually would contact Zach Stevens. Should we call? Should we get it, call him up? See if he knows. Zach Stevens Lifeline. been playing a lot of Trivial Pursuit lately. He has been. Yeah. We should call someone on the podcast and get him on the horn. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Okay, who plays Yoda? What do you mean? You who plays Yoda? You have to keep talking. Yoda? You have to keep talking. You're you're on your phone a lot. Uh oh, Carly Bettingfield is saying yes. Yeah, she's excited that we're back and she actually got you a tumbler a little she yoho did. tumbler. It's a big yopo tumbler. I love it. Whoa. Frank oh. Oz. It is. Yes. See, this is where you should never, never. Never mess with you. Yes, because you're a Star Wars nerd. Mm, did Princess I, Leia die this year? Carrie Fisher. She died, I think, in 2018. Oh, come on. You are a nerd. You know. Oh, look at Sarah Joey's got the microphone perched on her (laughs) sternum. On my bosom. (laughs) Uh, So. Carrie Fisher. Where is she? I don't. Oh, just kidding. She died in 2016. Oh, my gosh. It was even longer ago. I had no idea. Oh, my gosh. I loved her. That's tragic. Women I had crushes on. Let's think. <laughs> Farrah Fawcett. Duh. I mean, Natch. Um, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. That was a Freud. That was a little Freudian slip there. A little joke. Um. Adrian. Yeah. Adrian. You know from Rocky. You did. What is yeah. her name? Oh no. Something she's um Francis Ford Coppola's sister. Sophia. Mm-mm, that's his daughter. What about Mr. T? What about did you have a cr- you had a crush on Mr. T? Man crush. Okay. Everybody's got a man crush. 
Mr. T. Mr. T's in that song, right? He is. He is. Yeah. Um, if you want to watch something beautiful, A Team. Nope. Okay. You got to watch Mr. T go pick apples with Conan O'Brien. What? They go to an apple orchard. That's adorable. It is so cute. I love and Mr. T so is just hilarious on there. He's great. He's a great guy. What's, what do you think Mr. T did during coronavirus? Probably prayed a lot. I'm going to talk about how like some of my favorite shows got canceled because of coronavirus. Some right. of my favorite TV shows. What are they? Um, the show Glow, which is based on oh, the Oh, no. I've watched every episode of that. And you love Glow? It got canceled because of coronavirus. And the last season was amazing. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Wait, Helga. What is her name? That girl's beautiful, by the way. The blonde? Both of them, dude. Yeah. Oh. They both are. That show sure. was a hot mess. Mark Marin, He was great in it. Yeah, he was, man. I mean, it was like such a good cast. Um, before I came over here, I was actually, I actually listened to a little bit of a, I, I actually sleep to pot. No, this is true. I actually do sleep to Joe Rogan's podcast a lot. I'll take a nap too. Me too because it's four and a half hours long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do a lot of women this. I'm just asking like do a lot of women like Joe Rogan's podcast. I've never heard a woman say they like Joe Rogan's podcast. Okay. Is his podcast geared towards man i don't think it's like like specifically but i don't know if there's just something tonally about it that appeals to men more than women well he's a tough guy i guess but, but he's also he like five six though hey whoa let's not start going there okay mr t is shorter than that really yep mr t is short how short hey five seven <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Why don't you go to the magic Google machine? Okay. I bet he's five five. Okay. What were he you looked massive. Say that, well, Rocky's short. Yeah, he's very short. I don't remember. Sly. What I, no, Mr. T's five ten. He is. Yes. Man, Conan O'Brien must it be a monster. It also says Sylvester Stallone is five ten, though. Come on, okay. man. All right, no all right, all right, all right. Your Google's in, messed up. In your lifted shoes. <laughs> oh, my Come God. on. In your Gene Simmons boots. <laughs> I would say Kiss um, is another thing that really affected me. The band Kiss. Not you, though, right? Were you deeply saddened when Prince passed? Oh, yeah. Oof. That was a rough time because, I mean, within a few weeks... David Bowie and Prince and George Michael. I and think. I actually posted something on Facebook within like a day of David uh, Bowie dying about him being immortal. And then he died like a day later. Proved you wrong. It was really weird. Jeez. Like the timing of it was very strange. But Prince, yes. Um, Especially since all that stuff when people die of an accidental overdose geez. on like opiates. Chris is Cornell. Crushing. Prince and Michael Jackson. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but Michael Jackson did die of an accidental overdose, though. Was Chris Cornell's painkillers, too? Mm, I think he might have. He he took an extra. I don't, you know, I don't know. I ha, But that's I, the thing is, it's like. That's the only one I cried to was Chris Cornell. Really? Well, wait, no, 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 no. Prince, too, I think. That was, that's, I mean, 
we got to wrap Eddie Vedder in bubble wrap or something, you know? I don't think Eddie he hit Vedder. it. I don't think he hit it as hard as those other guys, though. Eddie Vedder? What's what? Like grunge. All the grunge guys are dead. I know, but Eddie Vedder's not really grunge. Except Dave Grohl. What would you say? Pearl Jam was of the same vein as those bands. Yeah, I know, but like. At that time. You listen to the music of Alice in Chains and Soundgarden and then put it up against Pearl Jam? Sorry, no. Pearl Jam is like grunge light. I Beautiful like songs, Jam. though. Beautiful songs. I actually like Eddie Vedder's solo stuff better, but that's just because I'm not a Gen Xer, so. Which you are. I mean, I went and saw Alice in Chains open for Van Halen in That's Atlanta cool. and I left halfway through with my girlfriend from Indiana and then we went to Indiana six days later and we left before Van Halen even started. Why? Because man, I can't take Sammy Hagar, dude. Oh, okay. Cabo Wabo. Let's Actually, go Cabo. It's really good that you brought that up because I thought that popped in my head earlier to see like how you felt about the Sammy Hagar era. It just doesn't really do. It's not. It's not as evil sounding as the Doctor Frankenstein of Eddie Van. I mean, the Eddie Van Halen that I like is sort of dark. Yeah. I am a victim of the science age. It's dark. It's metal. It's more metal. Yeah. That's the big difference. I mean. You know, I just feel like they kind of got like a fatter version of David Lee Roth to be the lead singer of the How band. How do you feel when it's love? <laughs> Come on, I just whistled it, man. You don't whistle Van Halen. It's weird to me when bands whose lead singers have unceremoniously left or have passed away or whatever try to find someone who like looks very similar you I know guess. who did that, though, is Stone Temple Pilots, and they really got a good guy. Oh, really? Yeah. STP. That was another one, Scott Whelan. Yep. Gosh. The 90s were tough, huh? Real tough. I mean... I don't know. You, like... A lot of hard drugs, rem- Yeah, remember more of the 90s than I do, I would say. Well, I remember when Pete Bernstein. It's a maybe less too. <laughs> yeah, well, they used to own a place called Big Dogs, and I remember specifically the Beastie Boys license. Uh, the Beastie Boys um, after the Licensed Ill okay. album, and then Pearl Jam and Stone Temple Pilots. Like they just cranked that stuff in Big Dogs, which was down in, the, uh, in Beach Market. It was like the soundtrack to 1992 or 1993. Okay, that sounds fun. It was. It was cool. Um, it really reminds me of like Hilton Head post, you know, high school for me. It was like hearing when I feel and the dawn begins, man, where are you going with a bedroom? What the heck does that song mean anyway? <laughs> I do not know. Good lyrics, though. But what the heck? These are the eyes of disarray. Like what? What? What the heck is even flow? Even flow. Holds around like butterfly. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the heck are you talking about, dude? Oh, my God. Your Eddie Vedder impression is so funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'm just doing Adam he's Sandler. A big, he's a big Chicago Cubs fan. Cubbies? Mm-hmm. 
I actually have a family friend who's coming to town in a few weeks, actually. Um, went to, like, fantasy baseball camp with Eddie Vedder for the Chicago Cubs. Oh, God. So he knows Eddie Vedder, which is so cool. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it is. I know. He's one of the biggest stars in the world. My sister used to be really into Pearl Jam in the 90s. And Let's take a walk outside. It's a great song. It Maybe is. I remember picking on the boy. <laughs> oh, they're not here. <laughs> oh, the she's lion. Wait, what lion. about Danny Grace is a big. Shout out to Danny Grace. Shout was he a big? Yeah, he has that Pearl Jam tattoo on his wrist. Dang, dude. Yeah, he has. It says hail, hail on his wrist. Whoa. Yeah, there you go. Huh. I remember. Uh, the Chili Peppers was a big thing for me, too. And I mean, I think that when I saw Flea with his stuffed animal, have you ever seen the stuffed animal pants he wore No, I'm on um, Stevie Wonder on the when they do higher ground? Dude, people keep on trying. And he had his hair dyed. See, OK, listen, all you jazz mus- musicians out there. Here's what's missing. Show Flair. me. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, like Flea had his hair dyed blonde and it was like kind of an afro. And I had a, I had a conversation with this girl. Um, Flea's five six. He is. Well, I can <laughs> believe that. I had a conversation with a girl who's an who's an excellent jazz um, bassist, an upright bassist up in Brooklyn. She's in a great band called Mute and it's all Asian. They're incredible. And she said, oh, Chili Peppers are like high school level musicians. And I thought, yeah, but that's why you got into bass, though. How can you how can you take a poo poo? Those are the pants. How can she shart on on flea? That's what people want to think. Like. They look at someone and they're like, well, I can do that better. Well, but I know. But the reason you got into playing bass was because of flea. Right. Respect. Where's your respect, yo? What is your respect, y'all? Right. I mean, okay, I understand you're technically better than him now, but he plays in stadiums and you play in bars in Park Slope. (laughs) I mean... But I think that's probably... It is probably like one of those things where it's hard for people to accept that maybe. It's hard. It's It's like an insecurity thing. Well, yeah, I mean... Wouldn't you assume? Well, sure. I mean... I also think that that people go like, oh, well, listen, his solo, his bass solo. The bass solo that you're hearing is designed to hit 50,000 people at one time, yeah. which is more people than you're ever going to play for in your entire life over yeah. the span of your 30-year little career before you become a professor at a college. Yeah. And maybe when you're... Which I is just, not for everyone, like the monetary success thing is not as important to other people, obviously because they haven't changed the way that they play to make it to the masses. You know what I mean? Which, which is what I was going to say. Artistry is very subjective. First of all, obviously, but like you've got some point, some people either say, okay, I want to make money off of this and I might have to change a couple things, change the way I do a couple things or, they continue playing a crappy bar in Park Slope. 
and, and play, play it the same way. Well, and playing and great. Playing amazing music. Right. I mean, you know, playing amazing. Like there's a guy, Tim Byrne, that I talk to sometimes on Facebook and he sent me some stuff and it's cool. He's great. He's unbelievable, actually. And this wasn't really directed at him, but I feel like, and this isn't about Eddie Van Halen or whatever, but there's a lot of musicians out there and they, that, you know, not getting married to ideas and letting people say, hey, let's just try this. Mm-hmm. But you do have the kiss phenomenon or the Van Halen phenomenon where these guys painted a star on their eyes and wore yeah. giant boots and wrote songs and the other and Andy Van Halen put a whammy bar and a certain like revolutionized the whammy bar so it could go and they're also up too. Yeah. I mean that's a funny sound. Yeah. It's a cool sound. It's like I mean it's Pretty cool. It's cool. It's cooler than a piano or a trumpet. I know yeah. that much. It's a friggin' electric guitar. It's a distorted guitar too. It's crunchy. It's well. And to be honest, in order to like be memorable, you do have to differentiate yourself somehow from other people. Correct. Well, sure. I mean, like you know what you know what I think. Yeah, to you be do. memorable in the long term. You do, but I mean, or you just are the best version of yourself and you it just happens like without trying. Like, I mean, can you imagine the first guy that ever scratched a record? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Yeah. And like, some, you know, some of those first DJs, like the early DJs, I mean, whoa, Sarah Joey's getting a little worn out. And luckily, it's about time for us to wrap it up because Sarah Joey has to go to bed because she's <laughs> she's in such good shape these days. She's tired all the time. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, you want to get tired all the time? Well, do yoga and get ripped because you'll be too, you'll be you'll be tired all the time. You'll, <laughs> you'll look great, but you're tired. <laughs> tired, but in a good way, guys. Like, Go- well, you wake up pretty early, don't you? Yeah, I woke up at well six thirty this morning. I have to wake up early tomorrow. I woke up. I woke up at six oh nine. Okay, giddy up six oh six oh nine six oh nine. Um, that's that. Well, song. guys and gals, we're gonna we're gonna take you out with a little song. It's called Yopo. It's our theme song. We're gonna sing it right now for you. Who should I sit up? You know, I mean, if you want your diaphragm to be in the right place. And we're going to thank our sponsors, Burke's Pharmacy. Yeah, thank you. Go check out Burke's Pharmacy. They're the experts in the area on CBD. If you they want are. And to ba- learn more about that. What about Baggett Bots? He's another one of our sponsors. Yeah, Baggett Bots. Ryan Baggett. Ryan Baggett. Check him Local out. Local marketing expert. Yes. We got a lot of experts that support this podcast. What are we experts in? Talking to each other. I mean, that's pretty cool, though. And music. That's a talent. We do, we do, we do like to talk about music a lot, but I feel like we also talk about pop culture a lot, and I think that everyone should go out and listen to the Idols album, Ultramano, I D L E S, Idols. It's a beautiful punk rock album out of the UK. Sarah and also, Joey? don't forget Pasadena '77. Yeah, Van if Halen. you want to hear the definitive Van Halen, the the fully realized, freakishly cool Van Halen. Just listen to Pasadena 77. 
and we'll take you out now with song and we'll see you guys soon and if you want to sponsor our podcast just give us a ring on instagram at yopo show at yopo show yep a one a two a one two three four yopo do 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 yopo with Jevin Daly and Sarah Clemens. Oh, Sarah Joey. Yeah, you I gotta forgot put my your, own name. You've got to put your... The, the Joey is the best part of your name. <laughs> Sarah Joey. See you guys soon. See you soon. See you in the funny papers. Don't forget to write. Hey, send us a message. Unless your name is Sandra. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Sandra. Bye. <laughs>